Hello everyone, Courtney here. This 27th episode marks an entire year of podcast episodes for the Serial Inventing Podcast. In celebration, I thought I would share some analytics with you. I have almost 5,000 all-time plays, with 69% of listeners in the US, 8% in Canada, 6% in Australia, and I have 43 other countries with listeners. 40% use Spotify to listen, with a close 39% using Apple Podcasts. 67% of listeners are male, with 72% of listeners between the ages of 35 and 59 pretty evenly spread. Stay tuned to the end to hear what the most listened to episode is, and watching these numbers accumulate over time, I was surprised that this was the number one episode as it gave me a bit of insight into my viewers. But enough about that. Thank you so much for going on this journey with me. This episode to commemorate my one year podiversary is dedicated to worth. Is it really worth it? Welcome to episode number 27. Let's get into it. We're inventing passion and hard work intersect. Intersect. Welcome to the Serial Inventing Podcast, bite-sized, perspective-altering episodes on Serial Inventing and beyond. From motivating key tips on product licensing to obstacle-busting conversations on transitioning to a full-time serial product developer, buckle your seatbelt because you're in for a ride. Warning. This podcast may motivate you to make wild decisions that will propel you forward in your inventing career and hijack more of your time for your passion. If you aren't ready to make it happen, then this podcast isn't for you. In the beginning, this podcast was meant for me to unleash hard skill secrets into my serial inventing community like advanced sell sheet tactics and serial inventing pitching scripts. But soon after the first three episodes, I realized that those skills are much easier to acquire than the understanding of the reason why inventors really don't get licensing deals. And very interestingly, a majority of the time, it has nothing to do with your idea, how good your sell sheet is, or how you are pitching. Crazy, right? I did a pretty heavy pivot right from the get-go with the podcast because I quickly realized that if I created hundreds of podcast episodes talking about advanced tactics, the hard skills, a very large amount of my audience would still be in the exact same place since when they started listening to the first episode of the podcast because it's not what people need. What we are talking about today, as well as 90% of all of my podcast episodes, are actually not industry-specific. The episodic advice applies everywhere, and we are simply connected by our love to invent, so the podcast has created listenership through this niche. But look to the other parts of your lives, in the things that you do, your full-time job, your personal and professional relationships, your fitness journey, your other goals you are trying to accomplish. This knowledge in the podcast applies to all of those areas because it's the soft skills that make you successful. 
In the past 26 episodes, you and I have talked about how to create discipline when motivation has left the building, how your identity defines your priorities, and why it is often holding you back, understanding what success is, how to be above the success bar, and how to create above average results, putting weight into what matters to you and taking it seriously, overcoming your internal excuses, Understanding how internal versus external factors is the reason you won't succeed. How to take control of your priorities. Make small 1% movement every day. How to declutter your mental and physical space so you can keep your dreams clear. How to solve problems when you don't have the answers. The power of silence. How you spend your time with or without habits. And how all of these factors shape your day-to-day life. Reflecting on these topics with you makes it clear to me that these are all transferable topics. It makes me think about how all of the greatest motivational, peak performance, and inspirational coaches and speakers came to be, because they all cracked the code. They were trying to accomplish something unique to a particular industry and realized they can accomplish absolutely anything they want if they can overcome themselves. All of their excuses, their, at the time, lifestyle, and the way they never made their dreams a priority contributed to their lack of movement. Discipline. It all comes back to discipline. If you can improve yourself 1% at a time, every day, every week, every month, you will make it. And once they realized this, they moved to a more broad coaching approach, not related to their niche, because that is how you can help masses of people. The hard part is that everyone is a motivational coach these days, and not only does that saturate the market on the secrets to success, if you will, but the more these types of coaches come out from the woodwork as they themselves figure out the secrets and want to share them with the world while also making money, the more people are accustomed to all of the YouTube videos, courses, podcasts, articles, and so on. And it sadly devalues the secrets. Often with saturation comes sweeping and generic advice that is nowadays cliche, oversimplified, and therefore not taken seriously. Just have discipline. Just improve 1%. Just change your lifestyle. And though you agree with this advice, you don't take action. And often because there aren't easy, actionable takeaways you can immediately act upon. How many books have you read that you really enjoyed and inspired you, but you did nothing that the book recommended? And then you say to yourself, now I will need to read it again and actually take action on what they said. And then you never read it again, because you know if you do, you will actually have to do the work. And with so many gurus these days, who do you listen to? How do you choose where to place value as a consumer? Where do you spend your money? To acquire a soft skill effectively, it is crucial that you apply it so you can understand how it works in actuality. If you attempt to learn a soft skill without it being connected to something, such as learning how to be disciplined, without actually applying it to something, such as running every day for five minutes, you cannot gain the skill since you didn't experientially apply it. 
So for example, with InventRight, you join to learn the hard skills of how to license, how to make a sell sheet, how to pitch. But a large amount of students renew and stay because they're learning the soft skills, growing as a person, how to curate positive relationships with licensees, the long game. They get serious about their dreams, and I would bet my money on them because they are choosing to bet their money on more education and putting themselves first. And that's why people are successful in the industry and in anything they are passionate about, because they have mastered the soft skills that are transferable to anything. You might as well call discipline the secret to success, but most people need to join a program in their chosen niche to get that, because the idea of discipline lacks context without one. Once they understand that in the context of the industry they want to soar in, they will succeed at anything they try, if they apply discipline. They finally take failing again and again with grace because they know that failing early and often is how they will find their success. Because when you fail a lot, you get a lot of feedback. And feedback is something you can use to improve yourself. Let me paint you a picture. If you have an idea and it's been in limbo inside your head for years and years, and you have never taken action on it, perfecting the perfect plan for it, spending years working on that plan, and then finally, executing it. And then you compare it to someone who has failed many, many times with their idea and have failed with it for years. They are already building their empire because they now have industry experience where the knowledge and guessing became wisdom and they now have a better plan for their concept since their next steps forward are experientially tested and modified through all of the feedback they have gained from their failures. A plan finally executed after years will most likely fail from the get-go, no matter how much you plan for it, because you lack the industry experience, the experiential knowledge gained from doing. And when it does fail, it's a pretty big fall, as you planned for years to make it work. You may never try again, and there lies the dead idea. You don't know how cold the water is until you step into it. No thermometer or testing device will prepare you more than putting your foot in the water and experiencing it. When you have a coach, they have not only dipped their foot in the water many times, but have jumped into it, slipped into it, didn't notice how deep it was and drank water accidentally, didn't know how shallow it was and hit their feet on the ground pretty hard. We are prepared for a large amount of scenarios because we have been through a large amount of scenarios. So the quickest way to success, based on my experience in any field, is to either fail many, many times and not let it stop you, earn that grit and have discipline and learn along the way based on gained experiential knowledge from doing, or get a coach who knows what they are doing to help walk you through gaining that industry experience instead of solely through failing. The episode that has had the most views so far is episode 18, Why Your Identity is Holding You Back. And this made me realize how many people struggle with their actions not aligning with their dreams, almost like they're holding themselves captive. 
And this insight made me realize how important episodes that are beyond brutally honest really are. Because no one is brutally honest with themselves. Instead, they bounce away other advice and become their own dream killer, stopping themselves from achieving the success they claim they desire. So going back to this podcast and why I am even doing this, it is because I know that if these skills are mastered, you will make it at anything you do. It's not pretty. It's not easy. But it will make you successful. I am incredibly passionate about the licensing industry. But I may dare to even say that I am even more passionate about helping people be successful in anything they do. Because I live through that struggling journey every day with myself, with my students at InventRight, with the groups that I am a part of. And if I can help one person realize that the secret to success is discipline, and not only do they get that, but act on it because of myself giving actionable takeaways they can do immediately, then I will do this forever. Because we need more of that in the world. We need more fighters, more believers, more people standing up for what they believe in despite their environment, despite what people say, and despite their own personal excuses, they're a monster in the abyss. So is it worth it? It's the most worth it thing you can do for yourself in the world. Because while you are on your own journey struggling to make it happen, someone else sees you as a fighter going after something you are passionate about. By taking this journey, you become an inspiration to others. The only way you don't win is if you give up. Thanks for tuning in and taking a few bites with me today. And remember, serial inventors don't make excuses. They make it happen. See you soon.